Please turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. No, this is not a series. This is a single. And so I have to get through all my stuff today. <laughs> I will be resuming the series on James uh, next week. And as we get back into uh, what I wanted to be doing for a couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, I've been praying about it. I, I left James at one point in time because we needed some other things, but uh, I think we need James again. Need to go, <laughs> need to go back to him. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's next week. But today, uh, I want to talk about honoring your mums, honoring your parents, but I want to focus on mummies. And um, I want to sh- just share some thoughts and scriptures from the Bible that speaks to it, that speaks to not only honoring them, but respecting them, obeying them. Uh, with a focus, obviously, on the mummies. And in Ephesians chapter 6, I want to begin in verses 2 and 3. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 2 and 3, it says, Honor your father and mother. So I want to take father out today. Notice it says, Honor your mother. Okay. (laughs) Which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. Now, I love the New Living Translation. I think it says it best when it says, again in verses 2 and 3, Honor your father and mother. This is the first of the Ten Commandments that ends with a promise. And this is the promise. If you honor your father and mother, and I'm going to say if you honor your mother, you will live a long life full of blessings. I really like that. You will live a long life full of blessings. You won't live a long life that's miserable. Amen. You live a long life full of blessings. So that's very significant that it is a blessed life. And isn't that what we're all looking for? Amen. How do we live a blessed life? Well, this is telling you. This is one of the things that you can do. So why did God give us a commandment with a promise attached to it to love our parents or can I say to love our mummies? Okay, remember, what does it mean when a commandment is given? It means that you have to exercise your will. It means that it has nothing to do with feelings. Let me say that again. Whenever a commandment is given, it usually means that you need to do something. And it needs to be something that you do willfully. That you say, I don't care how my feeling or what my feelings are about this. God has said, I need to do this. I need to do this. Are you all with me? Now, it's wonderful if there are feelings attached to it. But some days, you know, we don't feel like doing certain things. Even though things need to be done. Hello. (laughs) All the mothers can relate to this. But I don't feel like putting my clothes back there. <laughs> Whatever it is, you know, this, has, this goes beyond that. I want to give you practical things. I want to give you things that make sense. This is not mushy-wushy. This, <laughs> well, it's nice if it was, but I just want to, and I want it to be something that you go, this actually makes sense. I need to do these things, and this is why. Okay, so listen with that in mind. All right, so why did God give us a commandment? Because there's not one parent on this planet that is perfect. They're all flawed, just like you. Did you all get that? (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> and you need to do what God tells you to do regardless of their flaws. Because he has promised you something. He has said, if you do this, then I will. You will live a long life and I will bless you. Are you all with me? It's, it's dare I say, like tithing. Ugh. You know, it's something that you have to, you have to willfully do. Because your flesh can think of a million things to do with, with your money. And the same is true if you, we need to discipline ourselves to do things that we may not feel like doing because God is saying you may not understand it, but there are blessings attached to these things. If you do them in this way with the right heart, with a cheerful heart, and you need to obey your parents with a cheerful heart, not, well, there's no blessing in that. Hello. Do it with a good heart. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. God says, I will, God says, I will bless you. I will bless you. You you put yourself in a place where you can be blessed. Are you all with me? You know, a lot of times, and you know, it's sad in today's society, it's all about rebellion. Boy, I tell you, TV is just messing people's minds. And what's sad is that, do you know, I didn't know this. So I'm going to, uh, uh, did you know, okay? Uh, I didn't know. If you knew, that's great. I didn't know that in Western society, we are the only society that actually holds younger people up and disregards older people. In other societies, they honor their elders. They listen to them. Today, in this society, it's all about the next mover and groover and shaker. <laughs> and if you ain't shaking, go to the old folks' home. See you later, bye. You're just slowing my roll, man. <laughs> Hello, I'm serious. Apparently, that, you know, that's, I, did you know that? I didn't know that. That was, you know, and I thought, you know, that kind of makes sense. Do you know, that's what's really sad, the way, you know, TV and movies and stuff influence people's brains so much. Because, uh, you know, picture, you know, paints a thousand, I mean, it's, it's just, it speaks so loudly that people begin to imitate those things. Are you all with me? And what's really sad is that they are not realizing that they are putting themselves out of a blessing. Interesting, isn't it? How the world system just pulls you out, makes it look cool. Hello. And while you're cool, you're going down. Amen. Okay, is this making sense? Absolutely. All right, that's good then. So, <clears throat> as to how we are to honor our mom and dad, and our mom for today, do it to your dad too, okay? All right, <laughs> the Bible says, first of all in Ephesians, now we're in Ephesians 6 and verse 2, let's go back up a verse. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1, when you're younger, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, or the right thing to do, says the New Living Translation. Why is this a commandment? Why should kids obey their parents? Well, because they just should, you know, because they're ready in this morning. No. <laughs> Listen, can I give you some wisdom? Are you ready? The reason for this commandment is that children at an early age learn the incredibly important life skill of how to relate 
and respond to authority. Did you get that? And to tell the difference between the position and the person. See, we don't realize what we're teaching them. We don't they don't realize what they're rebelling against. When they sort of see something on TV and they see some kid going, that's it, I'm not doing that, and it's so cool and everybody laughs and blah, 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 blah. We're literally teaching a generation how to just be disobedient, not do anything that anybody tells you that doesn't feel right to you. There's no will involved. It's all about feeling, all about having the last say, all about being seen. You know, nobody does anything in secret anymore. No, seriously. There was a time when people would do things in secret without looking for the spotlight. They would just do things because it was the right thing to do, whether you saw or not. Amen. And I pray that all of you here do that, obviously. But I'm saying, you know, out in the world, that's not normal anymore. That's actually something out of the ordinary. Amen. Because we lost something along the way. And so that's, I just want to bring this back to you. Okay, I just want to get back to the place where we are thinking right. We're doing the right thing, and we understand the consequences of that. And, you know, it's as children learn these lessons, then as they grow up, as they go and work for a boss that maybe, you know, they may not like the guy, and, you know, they're not perfect. And they're going to be okay with them not being perfect because mom and dad weren't perfect. But I still listen to them. Because I need to honor them. I need, you, are you all with me? Amen? And so you learn how to do this. You learn how to look past the person to the position and understand whatever position they're in. If you are under them and working for them, then it, you, know, you need to do what they tell you to do. And if you need another job, get another job, but don't rebel. Do you, you all understand? <clears throat> okay. Are you learning something? Okay. All right. I know I told you it wasn't fluffy. Okay. It will be good for you. It's good for you. All right. <laughs> there will always be things we don't want to do. And if we don't learn how to overcome our flesh and do what is asked of us, regardless of how we feel, we will not do well in life. I just want to make that statement. Amen? All right. Of course, there are always exceptions where people ask you to do unreasonable things, who can relate, but make sure that's an exception, not the rule. If as a rule you're always rebelling, that's not a good thing. Make sure if you, if you are refusing something that it, it rings a bell somewhere because you normally do things regardless. Listen to me, that you are the one person that regardless of what they ask you to do, you just do it. You do it to the best of your ability, whether you feel like it or not, whatever, you will do it. And so if you turn around and say, I don't think that's right, or I, I don't know about this, they will listen to you because you listen to them all the other times. Do you understand? See, a lot of people say, well, why is my boss listening to me? How much are you rebelling in that place? Is it all the time? Well, he doesn't know what's right and what's not. I'm just asking you a question, okay? I'm just saying this to you. Yeah, there are things, and I'm not talking about immoral things. If, you're, if, if that's the case, why are you there? 
find another job, go away. <laughs> okay? Don't do stuff that goes against your moral grain. And, all right? I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm talking about they tell you to sweep the floor. I don't feel like sweeping the floor. Sweep the darn floor. If that's what they're asking, yes, but I was hired to, who cares? Some days we have to do things outside of what we were hired to do. That's another thing, you know, we need to be so careful that we are so led to the law. Well, that's only my job description. Hello. Be careful. Now, like I said, if things are getting unreasonable, that's different. And you need to talk to somebody that's different. But understand something. If it's beneath you, well, no, that, that doesn't work. Amen. Amen anyway. This is where the blessing is. Okay, I don't know if I want to listen to this sermon. I want to go home now. Where's the food? There's food, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll be quick. All right. So, <laughs> so what, as we grow up, what happens? What should happen? Our childlike obedience is, is to turn into respect. It says in Leviticus chapter 19. Now, we don't have um, all the versions I'm going to be using today, so sometimes if I'm telling you a version we don't have, don't put it up because it's going to confuse the people. Awesome. Okay, so <laughs> I think we have the New Living Translation. I don't know if we don't. Don't worry about it. Uh, in Leviticus 19 and uh, verse 3, the first half of the verse says, Each of you must show respect for your mother and father. So let's, let's hold it to the mother. Okay, each of you should show respect for your mother. And as to why we are to respect them, now this is from the message translation, so we don't have this one, so just listen to this. It's in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 9. It says that we respect our own parents, which includes, of course, your mommy, for training us and not spoiling us. That's, <laughs> yes, that's why, <laughs> that's why we must show them respect. So, what, first of all, in Leviticus, it tells us we need to respect them. In Hebrews, it tells us why. So, what happens a lot of times is we go from obedience to respect. Now, what's the change? Because one of the things that happens, <laughs> respect doesn't mean that you don't see their weaknesses. In fact, as you grow older, it becomes very obvious that your parents, again, which include your mommy, are flawed. Once again, like you, okay? <laughs> All right. And teenagers, especially, have you noticed with teenagers usually, all they see is the flaws? You can't do anything right? Not mine. Mine are good, okay? But I, I've noticed a lot of teenagers, they do that. You know, they just, I remember a lot of my friends. You know, suddenly they're not listening to their mom and dad. Suddenly they know everything more than their mom and dad. I remember one of my friends, their parents were doctors. I mean, the smart people. And, you know, the mom asked the son, can I help? He was having trouble with chemistry or something. He said, can I help you with that? No, mom, you don't know any of this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> you know, she probably knows more than you could ever. Anyway, never mind. Like, are you kidding me? You know, and I saw that at, when I was a kid. And that just shocked me because I thought you don't ever speak to your parents like that. Let alone, I was naughty too, okay? I was not a good child. That was, eh, never mind. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, do I get a witness, Dad? Yes, okay. 
Dad ran out of belts. You know, he goes, there's another one worn out. Besides that, he can't, I, I wouldn't stay to get hit. I'd run. You know, I, I'd just leave the country and let them cool down and I'd come back. <laughs> so I was a very naughty child. Anyway, back to this. So, you know, again, there, you know, we learn, don't we? We learn. We, we, we grow. We learn. And, you know, it, it, the reason, that's the reason why we have the Bible. Because then we can't blame our parents or anything in our past for where we are right now. It's up to us to change. Amen. This levels the playing field. Hallelujah. So regardless of what your past was, you can make a better future. You can change. And you can be the sort of person that your kids are proud to have as a parent. Not go, oh Lord, here comes dad. <laughs> Amen? Or mom. Okay. Now, <laughs> this is going the other way today. But All right, so back to this. <laughs> so what does it mean to respect your mommy? It means that you accept her with all her flaws. Can I get an amen? You know, whatever you sow, you reap. You have the opportunity to be a blessing to your parent, to your mommy today. So that God can, you can have a door open so that God can come in and bless you in the same way you're blessing them. I told you, we are here to be blessings, not to be blessed. God blesses us, but we are to be a blessing to people around us. Amen? <clears throat> Second, on the heels of that, that you forgive her. Did you get that? Number one, you accept her. Number two, you forgive her. You need to do both those things. Galatians 6, 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man or woman sows, that he or she will also reap. With that in mind... Apostle, uh, the Apostle James says in James 2.13, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, it says, For there will be no mercy if you have not been merciful to others. But if you have been merciful, then God's mercy toward you will win over His judgment against you. Hallelujah. Are you seeing something here? Are you beginning to understand that the steps that we take, the things that we do, we are sowing seeds constantly? And that's the reason the Bible is telling us, you may not understand all the reasons why. Let me just tell you, do this. Obey your parents. Respect them. Accept them. Forgive them. Move on. Don't let anything hold you back. And don't let anything get in the way of God blessing you. Amen? Another way you can honor your mommy is brought out in Proverbs chapter 23. And the latter half of verse 22, where it says from the New Living Translation, don't despise your mother's experience when she is old. Don't despise your mother's experience. Now, I want to bring this out with another side. The, the Hebrew language is so rich, can I say that, okay, that we can't ever get it right with one sentence in English. So I'm going to reuse this verse from a different translation that brings out a different meaning in just a moment. But for the moment, I want you to see this side of it. And it says, don't despise your mother's experience. You know, we need to be really careful that we don't say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, sweetheart, they've been around a lot longer than you've been alive. 
You understand how that works, right? They had you. So, okay, all right? So <laughs> there's a lot of life they've got. There's a lot of experience they've got over you. And as much as you think you know, they still have had time. And time brings experience. Do you get that? And as much as you think you know, can I just say this? Wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of their experience and then you build on that? Rather than you go find out for yourself and learn lessons that they could have taught you if you obeyed them, if you listened to them, if you overlooked their flaws, you forgave them, and you accepted everything that they said. Hello. And then you allowed God to show you what was right and what was not. Amen. And then you won't have to learn that lesson the hard way. You got one up on everybody else. Woohoo! <laughs> okay? You can move forward with I ain't gonna no, we're not doing that. Oh, but why? Oh, mommy said don't do that. Oh, you're mama's boy. Yeah, I live longer. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Amen. It says that, doesn't it? Doesn't it say if you obey your parents, you'll live longer? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, that's why. Because you don't do dumb things. Right. Amen. And not only that, it's what? Not only will you live a longer life, but it's full of blessing. Because God says, well, they're doing the right thing. I can bless them. I can look after them. Hallelujah. Add it to this in Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 20 through 23. How much time do I have left? Oh, good. Hey, I'm on track. I'm going to finish this. We can finish early even. It... <laughs> I know, right? I'm jinxing it. Okay, what could go wrong? Da, da, da. You know, whenever somebody says that, you go, why? Why did you have to say that? All right, so <laughs> Proverbs 6.20, it says, My son, obey your father's command and don't neglect your mother's teaching. I think that's really interesting. Obey your father's command, but don't, watch, it says, and don't neglect your mother's teaching. This is from the New Living Translation. Keep their words always in your heart. I want to move to the next verse. Wherever you walk, their counsel can lead you. Now, I want to pick a few words out here because I want you to see something. Their counsel can lead you, protect you, and advise you. There's a lot more in there, but I want to pick those three things out. Is that okay? Because I want to keep your focus on something. I want you to notice it says their counsel can lead you, protect you, and advise you. Lead you, protect you advise you, lead you so that you know what direction you're going, advise you. You know, sometimes you just need somebody's advice. What do I do about this when you get somewhere? Which way do I turn? And it will protect you. There's some things that you go, no, we're not doing that. My parents said that this was not a good thing to do. And so you back off. Are you all here? So the enemy can't lead you astray. Amen. And it says in verse 23, For these commands and this teaching are a lamp to light the way ahead of you. They are a lamp to light the way. They are a lamp to show you the path which you're traveling so you don't trip and fall. So you don't mess up. Amen. It's, we only trip and fall when we're walking around in the dark. Hello. And if you do this, you won't be in the dark. There will be a lamp, there will be a light. You'll see, you'll go, I see where this is headed for, and no thank you. Or I see where this is headed for, and yes, let's go do that. 
yeah, but I don't feel like, yeah, but I see where this is headed for. It's going to be good. Just suck it in and let's go do this. <laughs> okay? There's a blessing at the end of this one. See that? Are you, are you getting this? Amen? He says, the correction of discipline is the way to life. The correction of discipline. Can I just say this? I know discipline sounds like a bad word, but discipline is when you slap your little child's hand and says, don't put it on the stove. It's hot. You may feel a little bit of pain from what I've done to stop you. It's nothing compared to the searing pain you're going to feel if you stick your hand on there. And you're going to have a burn on your hand and we're going to have to wrap it up and it's going to be hurting for a very long time. Are you all with me? And so there are some things, you know, that you say don't do. <laughs> like don't take a screwdriver and stick it in the, you know, in the electrical socket. Have you seen my Daniel's hair? <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, praise God he's still alive. Hallelujah. He was one of those children, you know, it's just like, does it fit? Yes, but that's not meant to go in there. We, we, thank God for God's protection. I tell you, just hallelujah. You know, we're not perfect. We miss things. But God's always there. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So what we've seen up to now is that as children, we are to obey our mom. And as we grow, as we grow up, that obedience will turn into respect, which included acceptance and forgiveness, listening to them. And as we grow into adulthood, what happens then? Here's the last thing, okay? Proverbs chapter 23, verse 22. Remember I said I was going to go back to that verse because there are different shades of meaning. So let's go back there. And this is from the, what is it? Today's English version. All right? I know, forget about it. As they say, forget about it, okay? Just don't worry about it, all right? It says, when your mother is old... Show her your appreciation. Amen. When your mother is old, show her your appreciation. You know, parents need to feel appreciated. You don't know how much they've given up to have you. Appreciate her effort. Parenting is time-consuming and demanding. A little amen? Just think how much easier your mom's life would have been if they didn't have you, you know? It's just like all the money they would have had to spend, the doctor's visits, what else? Uh, school, 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 forget lunches, school. No, that thing isn't cheap. Amen. I mean, all the stuff that they could have saved if they just, you know, some people have put their careers ahead of kids. But she didn't. She had you. And, you know, you go, well, I wasn't asked. Well, they didn't ask for you either. They were hoping for something better, maybe not. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, <laughs> like, this works, this works both ways. Come on, okay? Can we just be honest? All right? <laughs> and that's the reason why we, we are to live accepting, forgiving lives. Amen? Because the enemy, he will always try to magnify the faults. He will try to make sure that you don't see any of the good, but you only see the bad. And he will do that with both parents and children. And so that's why, you know, the Bible gives us commands. Commands. 
In other words, it says, regardless of how you feel, these, this is the right thing to do. You need to do the right thing. If you want to live a long life, if you want to live a blessed life, do these things. One day the feelings will come, but start out by doing it because that's your will to do. Because you want to follow God. And you want to do what is right. Amen? Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's finish on this one. Proverbs 23 and verse 25. <laughs> oh, I have, to, I have to give this to you. Someone once said that their definition of a parent is someone who has photos where they used to have money. <laughs> Think about that. Because <laughs> okay. all the money is gone, but they're the kids. <laughs> <You know? Okay. laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's an unselfish decision. All right, so <laughs> that's why Proverbs 23 and verse 25 from the New Living Translation says, So give your parents joy. May she who gave you birth be happy. Amen? Can we do that? Make sure that they aren't regretting. Make sure they're happy. Amen? That's something you can do. And you have the power to do. So let me conclude with this. Recognize your mom today for all that she has given up for you. Forgive her of her flaws and do everything in your power under God to bless her and make her happy. As you do, remember again God's promise to you in Ephesians 6.3. And that is that you will live a long life full of blessing. Amen. Amen? Let's have every head bowed, every eye closed. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for our moms. And we thank you, Father, for the blessing. That is a blessing from you. And we honor that blessing. And we thank you for that blessing. And I pray, Father, once again for all the moms that they know that regardless of what happens down here, you see them, you love them, you reward them. And that they look to you, God. Not to their children, but they look to you to be blessed and to be loved. So that they can be a blessing and loving towards their children. And in time, I thank you, Father, that Galatians 6-7 goes, goes to work where they will return whatever you sow, you reap, that they will return that love and that they will return that blessing. In Jesus' name, amen.